Blog Talk Radio. Thrasher is. We're supposed to have a special guest on tonight. Hopefully he will call in. Comedian Dre Parker, so we'll see how it goes tonight. We can always edit this out later, so that's pretty cool. So, uh, What's going on? Well, uh, the main thing, I guess, is politics. It's always politics. It's our budget. So, amongst other things, yeah, if you're out there listening, help me out here, call in. You can actually call in by dialing 646-478-4353. We can talk about issues. We can talk about life. We can talk about the pursuit of happiness, no, whatever whatever you want to talk about. So uh, I'm going to go out to uh, Facebook and see if people like I know will call in here. So... Uh, yeah, give me a shout. Give me a shout. 646-478-4353. So call into the show if you're listening out there in Radio Land. Let's see. So follow follow along with me here. I go into my account, Mike Bova, and uh, here's my status. Call me on the radio show at, let's see, right now. At I can't see in the dark. <laughs> I am in the comforts of my very own bedroom here with no light on. Let's see. And let's share that and let's see. My status is call me on the radio show right now at six four six four seven eight four three five three. So uh We'll see what happens. We'll see if we can scare up any action out of my 3,924 Facebook friends. It's possible. It's possible. So. Okay, we got a caller here. Let me see. Um, I'm not sure how to do this here. I think we do this. Caller, are you there? Yeah, boy, this is Flavor Flames, son. <laughs> Hey, what's going on? This is Dre Parker. Hey, Dre, what's going on, man? What's happening? Can you hear me loud and clear? Uh, let me turn the volume up on my phone here. I got one of these high-tech uh, V-Tech phones. If you can if you can turn it up a little bit on your end, it'd be great, man. Sure, I can. How about now? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So what's Better going now? on? How about now? I can hear you now. Okay, I got a lot of power. I can turn it up as loud as you need it to be. There you go, man. There you go. So what's uh, what's going on? What's new, man? Everything's good, man. Just calling up to check out your show. Oh, cool. Cool. So uh, I called in and, well, I actually tuned in to your show and, and checked it out. It was pretty cool, man. I like that. Very nice. Thanks a lot. Classy. Appreciate it. Yeah, classy stuff. So I was trying to get a hold of Rob Thrasher. Usually Rob is, is working the control panel here, but... Um, I don't know where Rob is. I think Rob Uh-oh, forgot Rob about the show. Rob is in action. He is. He's MIA. So uh, I tried calling him on his uh, on his Google Voice phone, and then I tried calling him at home, and and uh, I I don't know what happened to him. So, but I'm sure he'll turn up somewhere. Alright, cool. <laughs> no, actually, what I did was I wanted to host a show tonight, so I tied him up and gagged him. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just. I just we got another caller with a seven one eight area uh area code number. I wonder if we should just go live with it. Do you want to bring on the guest? It's probably it's one on of you, probably man. one of your followers. What's I don't that? know, man. I don't know, man. It's on you. It's your show. Yeah. Hey caller, are you there? Hello, hello. Other caller's not there. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's cool, though. Yeah, I put a shout-out on Facebook there to, you know, listen to the show live, call into the show and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we got quite a few listeners, man. I'm surprised. Yeah, uh, a lot of people told me they were going to tune in from the show because I, uh, I announced it on the, on my show, and they said they were going nice. to tune in and listen to it. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So, uh What's going on with you? I, I heard something about a DVD and a movie coming up. So why don't you uh, tell listeners what's going on? Well, um, uh, uh, the DVD is like if you go on Facebook and all and YouTube, you can see some clips of me doing a bunch of skits and stuff and impressions and stuff. So the DVD, right. what I decided to do is take some of those and put them together and all in one place and throw some okay. new ones that I don't have on YouTube. I purposely didn't put on YouTube and out there, and I just put them on the DVD. Nice. So it's it's all those together, you know what I mean? So so you don't got to go search and look for them, and then they got some new stuff that I'm not even going to put on YouTube, just exclusive, exclusively for the DVD, and it's called uh, Dre Parker. It's like I'm famous, and it's produced <sighs> by my, me and my man Steve Drayton. Steve, Steve Drayton is uh, Flavor Flavor's brother. Oh, nice. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of skits and uh, impressions and uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Satire. You know, fake commercials. What do they call those fake commercials? Spoof commercials. Spoof. Yo. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. We got a caller on the line. Hey, what's what's going on? You're on the uh, Funny Business Show with Mike Bova and Dre Parker. What's goody? What's goody? This Kiva Bones. I'm shouting out my dude, Dre Parker. You know, comedian. What's up, Bones? What up? What up, my dude? How you, man? I'm cooling, dog. Yeah, I was listening. I was trying to talk earlier when y'all was trying to get me through, but I don't know. Technical yeah. difficulties um <laughs> prevented that. You know how these computers are? They work and then they don't work. Yeah, I got a I got a radio station myself on Blog Talk, so I understand sometimes the whole board will go down sometimes and all that crazy shit. So I know what it do. Yeah. Yo, Dre, what's up, man? You got that? You got that DVD about to pop off? Yeah, man. Uh, my man Steve Drayton is taking care of it. He's executive producer, so he's taking care of all that now. So it's out of my hands now. It's like when he releases it, you know what I'm saying? Then he'll I'll, I'll know about it. I did all my work. <laughs> all right, all right. That sounds real good, man. You know, y'all I'm not doing used your... to that, but I'm not... not used to that. I'm used to doing everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to producing stuff, putting it together, getting them pressed, putting it out there. It's just this time I'm not doing it, and it's kind of like nerve-wracking. It might be nerve-wracking, but that means you're on your way to the top, baby boy, because now you got people to do that for you. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. when you do it yourself... You got all the control, but at the end of the day, that could stretch your your abilities a little bit too thin. So now when you get a team to do that for you, you just got to stay on top of them, make sure them fuckers don't, you know, go overboard or go underboard, you dig? Yeah, but I don't got to worry about that Steve's family, man. He like my big brother, man. Oh, so you good money, man. So you good money. Steve Drayton, Steve Drayton, Married Men, Single Women movie, Flavor Flavor Brother. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Exactly. Got big things popping over there, then. Yeah, we're trying to do it. We're trying to do it. I was giving it to tell uh, Mike. He was asking me, uh, um, I got a two-movie deal with him. You know, I'm going to be in a movie uh, 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 that we're going to start shooting in February, and then another one later on that year I'm going to have a, a bigger part in. So I'm going to be in two of his movies. All right. Big shout-out to Mike, too, man. You know what I'm saying? Pardon me. You know, I ain't shout-out the host, and that's like... That's out of order right there, but big shout-out to you. This is my first time listening to your show, but I will be tuned in from here on, you dig? Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. What's, what's your show on? on Blog um, Talk? It's Blog Talk Radio, Mentally Unstable Radio. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we got awesome. a little music thing we got popping. You know, same thing, same, same kind of get-up-y'all-got-going-over-there, but, you know, probably not as good as yours. Well, why you say that? Everything is different. You can't judge stuff by good, you know. Yeah. Like I hear a lot of people do that all the time. They say, "Yo, this show is better than that show and that show." Sometimes this is what somebody wants to hear. Sometimes it's something else they want to hear. You True. know, you got to right. get your. I learned. I learned that you have to get your your followers and your listeners. You you can't take everybody else because when you get your own followers and listeners, nobody your followers and listeners don't want to hear nobody but you. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So I figured. Yep, I figured out that's what the thing is. You don't try to take everybody else's audiences, 
you know, and all that stuff like that. You get your own, and they die for you, man. They live and die listening to you, man. I got my right. followers, man. They give me nothing but respect, nothing but, uh, uh, you know, support. I know they listening now. You know, you one of them. You know what I'm saying? I know you're listening. Plus, you a funny motherfucker, son. Word up. <laughs> 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 you are hilarious. You be posting the ill-ass questions on FB. <laughs> Yeah, I got the I got the your mama thing posted up there now. I want to see who was gonna who was gonna bite on it. I just put I just put up there your mama so old and people like yeah. I got twelve posts up there already. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what happens when you get followers. Like you see how I be giving it up on my page. I give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I be dropping a lot of jewels. You know what I'm saying? And like if I put something up there that's worth responding to, people would just hit that up as soon as I put it up. I'll be like, God damn. Exactly. Yeah, they, they. I see somebody threw the old ancient. The first, the first mama joke they put up here. They put, I put your mama so old, and they put she farts duff. Right. <laughs> Ain't that the first mama joke? Yeah, that's like the very first one. That's like saying your mama's so old, she knew Central Park when it was a plant. That's that. The fart <laughs> joke is even older than that. Wow. The fart joke. I think cavemen made that up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the first mama joke. Your mama's so old, she fought dust. <laughs> well, sometimes that's what, I mean, if that's that's one thing I noticed, too, about your fans. If that's all they got to put up there, hey, man, put it up there. I support you a million percent. Right. Wow. Ain't nothing but love, dude. Nothing but love. But, you know, like I said, man, I'm still going to be listening in. I'm about to go smoke this good old blunt, uh, watch some Jeopardy, uh, you know, Blunts and Jeopardy don't go together uh, usually, but they do for me. So, you know, I'm about to go handle that, and I'm still be listening in. And, you know, stay up. Keep doing your show, man. Mike, you got it popping over here. Like I said, I'm going to listen in there. I'm going to stay tuned. Yo, Dre, you already know how I give it up. I'm going to be tuning in and checking you and um, following you what you're doing. You dig? Thanks, bro. appreciate it. If y'all got some time, man, come over and check out Mentally Unstable Radio. You know what I'm saying? It's on uh, Wednesday through Saturday, 9 to 11. Yeah, man, sounds good. I would definitely do that. I'm not going to be able to do that because my show was on the same time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> well, maybe one. Well, what, Wednesday through Saturday or just the whole week? Nah, it's it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 to 11. All right. So so Monday, I'm going to check your show out. And somewhere in between the time, you could probably just hit my joint up on podcast or something. Dre, you dig? I think Thursday and Saturday is the day that I'm not on that you on. All right, cool. You can even check out Thursday, Thursdays, and Super Saucy Saturdays then. Wow. Yes. We give I don't it know up. about that Super Saucy thing. What y'all doing on there? Um, well, ba- mainly we do our, you know, we put music out there, you know what I'm saying? It's like a radio station, you know, we play a lot of underground music. If you've got new artists and things like that, you can also hit us up at Mentally Unstable at Gmail, I mean, well, Mentally Unstable Records at gmail.com, send that music in. I was just in. because the last time somebody offered to take me to a sourcing party or something, it wasn't quite the party I thought it was. Oh, really? <laughs> what, it was like, uh... Bunch of tomato paste or something laying around. No, it was it was it was saucy. It was saucy. <laughs> it was it was real saucy. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying. My shit right now, Lord, super saucy Saturdays is popping. We got that new music, we got that old music, and we got definitely we got funny shit going on too, man. Make sure you just call up and show some love though. All right. Yeah, t- sounds good, man. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good night, man. Peace. You too. Thanks for popping in. All right. So, Mike, what do you, awesome. what do you and uh, uh, what do you and uh, Rob do uh, basically when you're not doing radio? What y'all what y'all do? Uh, I am a, a newspaper publisher. I'm also a marketing uh, a marketing guy. I got a marketing business. I do marketing seminars. Uh, pretty much anything I can find to do. Your phone. Hello, we got a caller on? Hello, caller? Oh, hello? 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 Yeah, you're on with uh, Mike Bob and Trey Parker. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw your face. This is uh, Campin Bush. I saw your Facebook and said, call me on your radio show. I haven't heard the show in a while. So I just called and see how you guys are doing. <laughs> hey, man. What's going on? Nothing, man. Uh, what's going on with uh, Upstate, man? What are we, are we, are, are you guys got something on you guys are talking about uh, tonight about uh, getting Upstate going or what? Uh, well, actually, tonight we got a special guest on, Dre Parker. He's a comedian. Dre, what do you look okay. in Brooklyn? No, I mean, no, I live in Cicero, New York. Oh no, no, I was talking, I was talking to Dre there. I'm sorry, I got, I got people in the background. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm on the lake right now. No, not the lake. Uh, we're, we got people here, man. I'm a fan of yours, Mike. I see you on Facebook, right. man. I appreciate what you're doing, man, and uh, the radio show, everything. I know about the papers. I know what you do in the marketing seminars, man, and and uh, I'm a fan of what you do, man. So I'm just, oh, they thanks. call they. I called up. I saw the number on Facebook, man, and they then they said either talk to the host or you can uh, dial in. So I figured why not be a part of it. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Good to hear your voice and everything. So we never met personally, but uh, you know, at some point we'll get a chance to meet. I'm sure. I hope so. I I I'd like to talk. Uh, I you know it's a, I I I do comic books and I'd like to talk about the comics. But uh, the thing I'm working on right now for Syracuse, I'm I'm trying to do a local team. Uh, and Syracuse uh, for characters based off of Syracuse, and uh, this week we're grounding down all the uh, copyrights and stuff, so I can't really talk about it right now. But um, right, but uh, eventually I, I like to talk to you, man. I, I, like I said, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of what you do and uh, your uh, your stuff with Upstate and uh, revitalizing Upstate and stuff like that. And I'm trying to do the same thing with yeah. New York, and uh, we're not t- we're not that far off. So sure, yeah, sounds good, man. But hey, but uh, eventually, if I if I can, I like to I like to talk about the book or something like that. But that's something we'll talk about later. Tonight. I don't want to just pop it on you, but uh, yeah. you know, I I saw the number. You said hey, call me on the whatever. So I'm just calling yeah. to talk to you guys. I, I like all you guys on there. I listen to the show uh, probably about three months now. I've been listening to you guys, man, and you guys crack me up, man. And keep doing what you're doing. Uh, well, well, hang you know, hang tight and listen to the show. Dre's gonna be, <laughs> I think Dre's gonna be uh, popping off some funny stuff and all that. So. Uh, I'm sure, man. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks, Cam. Keep doing what you guys do, man. All right, take care. Right, thanks. Bye bye. Yeah, see, yeah. we you got follow. Yeah, we got some followers like you. You know, I mean, it's it's all it's all about uh, it's all about being the being the chief of a tribe. You know, I went to see Seth Godin out in Syracuse, and um, you know, right now with with the internet, you know, thanks to Al Gore, of course. <laughs> uh, the the big thing now is is to actually be a chief of a tribe, you know what I mean, and, and just give people uh, information, give people things that they can do, and and just just lead people and stuff, and, and uh, people will follow you. It's good, you know. Uh, I mean, you're gonna have lovers and haters, and that's okay. I mean, not everybody's gonna like what you do, but a lot of people are. So, uh, you know, one of the things that we're looking to do, like like Camp had mentioned, was is uh, Revitalize upstate New York and, and basically revitalize all of, all of New York because New York's in trouble. We're supposedly broke, and and uh, I'm not sure how that how that happens when we have so much money in New York State that we're broke. It's a bunch of uh, mishandling of funds and and things like that. But I want to put a stop to that so people don't make a mass exodus out of New York State, right? Okay, exactly. Yeah, you're doing something. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. Because New York, man, uh, it's so corrupted, man. From the dawn of time, if you look back at your history, man, it's the police force and everything that's been so corrupted in New York for so long, you yeah. know, and and it's so hard to get past that, that that this whole thing, man. Only a handful of people has all the money, you know, yeah. and everybody else is broke and hungry. Right. Yeah. That stuff doesn't sit well with me. No, so. it don't. It don't. So sometimes you gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta make things light. So that's what I do with my tribe. With my tribe, I make things light, and then we talk about important stuff. And you know, so you know, we do we, we do it in between on the radio show. You know, we serious, but we don't we don't get too serious where we can't have fun. You know, exactly. you don't want to listen to the radio show and, and get your blood pressure up every time you listen to the show. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, we <laughs> we joke around. We <laughs> we say that New York's gonna come up with this with this courtesy department. You know. And basically, what they're going to do is they're going to give you some, some, uh, you know, courtesy fines. Hey, what's what's this courtesy fine? Well, you know, you haven't gotten a speeding ticket 
in a while, so uh, we just thought we'd give you this little courtesy fine just to, you know, just to let you know we're, we're still thinking about you. So, <laughs> and uh, we always joke around and we're like, don't give New York any ideas. They have to come up with this New York State courtesy department, you know, like, hey, for, for the low, low price of $99 a month, you know, we, we can, we can uh, overlook those little speeding violations, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we see you're paid up on your courtesy bill. Hey, no problem. Have a nice day, you know? Exactly. But then you have to have an opposite, too. If you're giving the courtesy one, you've got to give, like, an ass ticket. <laughs> you know, when people just being a complete ass, you just give them that ticket. This is just for being an ass right here. Here you go, pal. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. So that's good stuff. It's true, man. But, uh, hey, it's, it's a great state we live in. We're just trying to bring it back to uh, – it's heyday and greater and stuff. We we want New York State to be the promised land. Everybody's like moving out of Nor- you know New York and going to North Carolina because that's the promised land. And well, there might be some more opportunity there and everything, but uh, you know the grass isn't always greener. If you got some problems, your problems are going to follow you no matter where you go, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If, especially if the problems is like within you. You know, I, I, right. I tell my people that all the time. You know, when. When you're having a problem within something, you can't get along with certain people, and sometimes it's you. You have to change the way you're doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. A red fox used to say all the time, wherever you go, there you are. Right, right. So you can't escape you. You know what I mean? Wherever you go, you're still going to be there. So you need to fix yourself, yep. you know, instead of right. keep blaming everybody else. Oh, this guy's an idiot. Oh, this guy's a moron. Oh, this guy, they, sometimes it's the way you take in stuff. You can't take everything in. When people, like, for instance, somebody bump into you on the street or cut you off in, in the car, it's not personal. Yeah. They're not doing it to you specifically, basically. Mm-hmm. They're just doing it to anybody. So you can't take that right. personal. Say, oh, this sure. guy is Absolutely. pissing me off. No, he's just pissing somebody off. It just happens mm-hmm. to be you. <laughs> you yeah, that's I mean? true. Yeah, it cracks me up, the people that, what they do is, like, you, you drive down the road, you're at, a, you're at a red light, and you're going through it, and this guy is making a left-hand turn. The guy cuts right in front of you. It's like, dude, you had like <laughs> you had like ten seconds. You could have you could have turned, but you waited. So I got a little bit closer. Then you turn, and the guy gives you a look like you're the jerk. Exactly. You know, like, you're like that, what? Yeah, some people. Well, I where do you live? You live upstate. You're saying upstate? Yeah, it's uh, okay. I live in an area, well, an area called Utica. I don't know how they act around Utica, but I know in, in Brooklyn, like, when people, they'll cross in front of you while you're driving. They'll walk in front of you in the street. And when you look right. at them, they look at you like yeah. you're doing something wrong. Exactly. And you're going, exactly. I can run your ass over if I want to. And they'll walk yeah. slower and kind of give you a look like, you know, like oh, if yeah, you hit them, all- you can hurt your car. Yeah, they get all bad and stuff. I like, I like the guys that, you know, they they start, you know, they get their strut on and everything. They're looking at you like, you know, come on, you want to start something, man? I'm like, dude, just cross the street. <laughs> yeah, man, I'd be five seconds away from gunning it. If, if I thought I could get away with it, I'd run somebody over in a second. I'm telling you. Uh, I just know I can't get away with it, so that's why I don't do it. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. <laughs> Hey, so you mentioned you do you do impressions and stuff. What do you what do you do for impressions? I mean, who do you who do you imitate? I, I, I do a lot, man. Uh, 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 and somebody was asking me the other day. Uh, he said, uh, "Do you only do black impressions?" I was like, "No, I don't only do black impressions. I do impressions of a whole lot of people, like my homeboy that just passed away not too long ago." Oh yeah, snapping to us, Linton. Oh yeah. yeah, you know my man Randy yeah. Savage, man. That was my yeah, dude. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I used to do. I used to do Hogan. I used to. Do, Let me tell you something, me Gene. When you step into the square circle, what are you gonna do, brother? What are you gonna do? You know, I can do Hulk Hogan. I do my yeah. man. Uh, let me see if you can pick out this guy. Okay, uh, Peg. As as soon as you come in, Peg, I'll kill myself. Hmm. Al Bundy. I'm not sure. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah, I knew it sounded familiar. I'm thinking. Who is that? That's good stuff, man. Your Hulk Hogan impression was like killer, man. Well, let me let me tell, let me ask you a question, Mike. Have you ever been yeah. interviewed on your own show? Have I ever been interviewed? Uh, I don't yes. think so. I think yes. Can't you hear me, brother? Bam! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mike Bobo show. If you're listening, <laughs> it's not Dave. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, are you doing? Are you doing clubs and everything too? Are you um, doing some stand up at clubs or? 
Yeah, man, I'm regular at Comic Strip Live. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I've been at uh, New York Comedy Club, uh, Caroline's, uh, Five Spot. Uh, you know, I've uh, yeah. I performed at the James L. Knight Center in uh, Miami. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I've I, I performed a few places. I've been nice. doing comedy nice. for about six years. Okay, what did you do before that? Uh, I was a I was a rap artist. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, but it, it got to the point where you know you had to be a juvenile, slinging jumps or or, or yeah. slapping bitches to be a rapper, and I was like, I couldn't do all that stuff. Right. Right. Yep. You know, I, I you know I don't sell drugs and I don't I don't slap bitches. I don't I don't, I don't be gotten no hoes. <laughs> That's good. So I had to drop that, you know what I'm saying? I had to get out of that, you know, so I just producing all that stuff now. Nice. Nice. Very cool. So um yeah, cuz what I want to do is I'm I know a lot of comedian friends on Facebook and everything and I've seen some of these guys perform and what I want to try to do is at one at one time there was a comedy club in Washington Mills called Fat Cats. And okay. uh, you know, Syracuse Syracuse has a comedy club, Wise Guys, which you probably heard of. Albany's got the yeah. comedy works. They get a they get a few comedy clubs down there. Well, I'd like to bring comedy back to Utica, New York. Utica's probably pretty much the most central part of New York State, so it's, yeah. it's nice because you can reach it from north, south, east, and west. And so, um, my wife and I were talking about it about possibly having you know monthly comedy shows in one of the in one of the hotels if they would do that. And we'd like to do a, a yearly comedy festival in New York at the Stanley Theater. So I'm getting some some prices on running out to Stanley and getting some other people together. I mean, I've got some people that have committed to do the show. So, uh, it, you know, d- definitely definitely the yearly comedy festival. And if it works out pretty good in Utica, I'd like to do that across upstate New York. I'd like to have a comedy festival in Albany, Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse, Binghamton, you know, Watertown, and just bring bring some comedy festivals to New York State because, let's face it, man, uh, you know, one of the things that we can do to revitalize upstate New York is have events. So bring people in from from uh, you know bordering states and things like that. People travel for comedy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. They do. You just gotta be able to you know have it there. Like places, I, I've been a few places, Pennsylvania and all that stuff like that. And they be like, wow, there's really no comedy clubs up here, and they're really upset that it's not no you know not a lot of comedy clubs. They need to bring it back, but they have to bring back the real comedy clubs. And not the ones when every comedian has to bring five people. You know, the, the bringer thing is killing comedy, if you ask me. Yeah. It's killing comedy, man, because you know, I've been doing comedy for six years, man. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been on, I've had a spot on Comedy Central doing an impression of Dave Chappelle. You know, like, I've been doing stuff, but everybody's like, yeah, okay, come down, you need to have ten people, you blah, 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 and each ten people that you bring got to pay, then they got to get a two-drink minimum, and then you only get five mm-hmm. minutes, and you don't get none of the money. I'm like, wow, that's some bull right there, man. <laughs> I don't get nothing? Do I get a free drink? Nah. You know, damn. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, so basically they're making, they're making you an offer you can't refuse, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what the hell, man? Give me... Offer me, you know, give me a sandwich or something, you know? Right. That is crazy. That is crazy. Chicken cutlets. So the comedy club's always got the chicken, good chicken cutlets. Give me a chicken cutlet or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then they talk to you bad. Make sure you be here on time. You know, okay. You're not paying me. I should be able to get there when the hell I feel like getting there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, why should I got to be on time? Say, that Mike, say I tell you, listen, what if I tell you this, Mike? I need somebody to help build my garage. And you live, okay. you live close to me. You go, okay, Dre, I'll help you build your garage. You know, I'll do the favor for you. I'll help you. You know, I say, I know you don't got no money or nothing. I'll help you. And I go, okay, but make sure you be there on time. You're going to be like, what the hell? You ain't paying me. I get there when I feel like getting there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially on a Saturday morning. What's really, what's really funny on Saturday mornings, too, because I, I used to be in construction. I had a construction business. And, uh, I used to do these free jobs with my brother, right? So my brother would go, hey, you know, are you busting out any concrete somewhere? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a concrete job. He goes, I need my sidewalk busted out. So I'm like, okay, so you want me to, like, rent a jackhammer, come to your house, bust your sidewalk out, and then go to my paying gig? So uh, I, I did that for him. He's like, yeah, can we start at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturday? I'm like, no, dude, no. I'm like, 10 o'clock on Saturday. i got to sleep in one day of the week, you know? 
So wow. I go to his house. True story, man. I go to his house. I'm busting out his, his sidewalk to, so he can pour a new sidewalk in the front of his house. And I throw I throw my back out that day. I mean, literally throw my back out. I can't I can't move. You know. I mean, he's got to like, help me in the truck, and and I I miss my pain gig. I'm like, you know what? Wow. I love you, you my brother, and all that stuff. But dude, you know, come on, man, throw me a bone or something. You know, you know give me a back yeah. massage, something. Yeah, do something. And, you know, and, you and, and, and if anybody just tuned in just now. When Mike was saying he was busting out the sidewalk, it's not what you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so who else do you do, man? Impressions. I do a lot of impressions. The, yeah, I do let's a few. Can, I'm not too bad. I do a few. Let, let's see what you got. Uh, let's see. He'll tell you, tell you, got no respect, no respect. Yeah, a little oh, running oh, right. field. I get it. Yeah. Dr. Billy Boombard, there's another one. Oh. I get it, Rodney. <clears throat> yeah, your impressions are awesome, man. Awesome. Let's see. Did you do Bobcat Goldway? I used to, but that kind of hurts my throat. Oh, <laughs> dude. That's that's the that's the worst. <clears throat> that's the worst. It's like, some um, people hurt my voice. You can do them. But some yeah. people, when I do, like, Flavor Flav, it, I, have to, it, I have to be careful because it'll hurt my voice. And this guy, yeah, uh, okay, okay, I used to be Affleck, but now I'm not. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to do Gilbert. Yeah. I can do it, but it hurts after a while, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Yeah, Bobcat's one of those ones, you know, um, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, he uh, he, he definitely hurts your voice for sure. Yeah, because you have to throw your voice up and down. Right. His, his yeah. voice cracks a lot through the whole thing. Yeah, and it's funny when you hear that he doesn't really speak like that. Him or Gilbert Godfrey doesn't speak like that. Gilbert Godfrey sounds like a lounge singer in real life. He's like, "Hey, how's everybody yeah. doing? Going on?" That's how he really speaks. <laughs> you know, uh, he doesn't. He does, Everybody's talking about Affleck, and he doesn't really talk like that. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, have you heard anything from Gilbert Godfrey after his his, his Affleck uh, fiasco and stuff? I mean, I mean, what's he doing now? You know, what's really funny is we got to. We used to have a guy that w- would co-host a show with us, Phil Coe, and he did uh, Gilbert Godfrey pretty good. And uh, he says that he's going to, you know, he's doing the Gilbert Godfrey impression. He says, I'm going to be at Chuck E. Cheese in Sheboygan. So if you're out in Sheboygan, you know, check me out at the, check me out at the Chuck E. Cheese. And he goes, i got to do what I can. I'm going to be flipping burgers at McDonald's. So I don't know. Wow. We just, we'd bust on him. <laughs> yeah, last time I heard Gilbert Godfrey, he was on uh, Howard Stern's show. Uh, slinging, uh, slinging around the N-word. I'm oh, sorry, he was doing what? Slinging, sling, he was slinging what? around the N-word. Oh, really? Yeah, and Howard Stern had to tell him, like, yo, Gilbert, what's wrong with you, man? He just kept saying it. And then he called Barack yeah. Obama the N-word. Oh, you kidding me. I'm yeah. dead serious. I was shocked. Gilbert Godfrey is one of my <laughs> favorite comedians, and I was shocked. I'm listening to the show, and he just wow. said, he said, I don't even sling that word around like that. He just says the N-word. He says it. And, and, and uh, Gil, I mean, uh, Howard was like, Gilbert, what are you saying? What are you saying? He said, oh, it's just a word. It's okay. It's all right. And he said, no, no. He said, no, Gilbert, don't do that, man. That's not, that's not right, man. He said, he said, why? Saying, and then he said the N-word again. He said, we have one in the White House. Said, we have one in the White House now. I was like, wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think, I think humans are losing nice. their minds right now. I think, you know, I really think humans, it's got to this point where I think it's going to go backwards and people are going to start regressing and getting less intelligent. Wow. Except the really smart people, they're going to re- remain smart. But it's going to start, because people are doing some crazy stuff, man. You heard about this lady that uh, she, she, she chased this lady down in the car, ran her off the road, and made her car flip over because she thought she was Casey Anthony. Oh, gosh. No, I didn't hear that. Wow. Yeah, man. Like, you can't just run people off the road because you think she's Casey and Anthony. Wait till the real one come out and do her ass like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. No, not for real. Don't run off the road for real. I'm just kidding. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, but that's whack, man. man. Why are you going to run the fake one? You don't even know what she looked like and you running her off the road. Right. Wow. So that's that, that crazy mob mentality. That's 
That's nuts, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People are crazy, man. I mean, what about Bob Goldway? Have you heard anything from uh, Bob Goldway? I know one time he performed at a college up in Potsdam. I wanted to go up and see him and stuff. Is he doing stand-up still? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen him around at all. So, I used to love that movie, One Crazy Summer. You ever see that movie, One Crazy Summer, that he did? Mm-mm. Hysterical. Oh, my gosh. Last thing I remember, Bobcat being in Police Academy. Yeah. Yeah. That Michael Winslow guy was talented guy. This guy makes a lot of money. I, I hear I, I watch a lot of sitcoms and cartoons and I always hear them like this that dude, like to say how that guy's not working. Google that yeah. dude. Google Michael Winslow. This dude be doing like Carnegie Hall. This yeah. guy gets paid for making those silly noise. Right. So a lot of these writers, these comedy writers got it wrong. That guy is not out of work. Yeah. You know how, like, you watch Family Guy or something, and they'll make a joke about somebody and say about, like, how that person is not working or where is that guy? Mm-hmm. Like, people do that a lot about Michael Winslow, but if you Google his name and look on YouTube, this dude, like, he does big, giant concerts, and people just listen to him for hours at a time just making noise. Yeah, he is talented, man. Mega, mega talented. Oh, my gosh. Like, like Carrot Top. Like, you always hear people make jokes about Carrot Top. Carrot Top mm-hmm. is like the king of Las Vegas. Right, yeah. This, this guy is the king of Las Vegas. This guy, he gets paid a lot of money to do what he does. Mm-hmm. And so I hear a lot of people trying to diss him. I'm like, shoot, yo, dude, I want to get up to Carrot Top stats. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You know, you hear a lot of people try to diss him, you know what I'm saying? Like, that dude make a lot of money, man. Shoot. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of comedians that were that were uh, very, very popular, and you haven't heard a lot of, a lot about them. I was just thinking about Gallagher. You know, I'm just wondering what Gallagher's doing now. I remember the sludge and all that. I mean, he's... Uh, brother. You remember his brother stole his act? No, I don't... No, really? He had a lawsuit with his brother because his brother looks a lot like him, and his brother okay. was going out doing his act without his permission. Wow. And they got a, bit, got a big thing about that, but then it all boiled down to where he kind of gave his brother permission at times to go and do it, like franchises. Huh. huh. <laughs> yeah, they had a whole big uh, True Hollywood story thing on, on Gallagher. Wow. wow. That would that would be wild. Can you, can you imagine that? Hey, you want to buy a Gallagher franchise? If you look like me, you can do the Sludge-O-Matic act, and wow. They doing it with Sam Kennison. You don't notice it? They doing it with Sam Kennison. And they're doing it with uh, uh, what's that character's name that uh that uh, uh, uh Tony Clifton? You know that character that Andy or uh, uh, what you call it did? Andy uh what's his name? What's the guy from Taxi that died? Andy. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. That character that he yeah. did uh uh what's his name? Uh, Tony Clifton. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they kind of got that franchised out too. Wow. Yep. That is and wild. Sam Sam Kennison's, uh, they got people franchised doing Sam Kennison. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Yep. It's like Pootie Tang. You seen that movie, the Chris Rock movie? <laughs> <laughs> and in no, the movie, everybody, they had all the phony Pootie Tangs. It's kind of like that. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah, that is, that is wild. Yeah, you think about guys like that, like, um, I'm friends with Bruce Baum on the uh, on Facebook and stuff, and Bruce was uh, one of those comedians. That, remember that show, Make Me Laugh? You ever see that show? From a long, long time ago. You had basically you had contestants. <clears throat> excuse me. You had 60 seconds to make them laugh, and Bruce Baum was one of the guys. And he was, I mean, he's hysterical. But then, I think he got into writing for um, for Whose Line Is It Anyway? That show with Drew Carey and uh, and those guys there. So um, uh-huh. Bruce is. Uh, Still around. I'm not sure if you know if he's doing stand up, if he's doing uh consulting or what he's doing, but uh yeah, man, these these mainstream guys and of course we're going back a while too. I mean you're going back to when I was when I was a kid, man, so you're talking probably thirty years ago and stuff and these guys were still around, which is neat. So yeah. Old comedians never die, they just syndicate or something, you know. I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately they do die. You know, like my favorite comedian, you know, uh 
I'm trying to tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, America. I'm trying to tell you. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. You know what it is? I ain't scared of you, mother. Man, Bernie <laughs> Mac. Bernie Mac, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was like, uh, Unfortunately, old comedians do die. You know, yeah, the good I thing know. about it, you catch them on film and on tape, and they don't never die that way. Yeah. You still get to see them and hear them, you know. Yeah. And you get some people yeah, that have copied them, so, you know. That's not right. only was, good sometimes. The impressions are good when they're impressions, but when I think when some people take the franchise and go try to be the people, I think that's kind of a little bit too oh, much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that, yeah. So, yeah. I'm just checking. I'm just checking on the kids downstairs. The wife's got them. They're good. All right. I hear my three-year-old. I got, I got two kids, six and three, both girls. I don't, I don't need boys because they're so active, man. They are just, they are just up the, you know, they're all over the place. They're like ricochet rabbit, man. They got so much, so much energy. It's crazy. My wife and I are a little bit older. We didn't, you know, we, we didn't wait to have kids. We had a lot of problems having kids, and uh, you know, the first one comes along when I'm 41. It's like wow, wow, holy smokes, you know, yeah. And then uh, my three-year-old, I'm, I'm, I'm four, I just turned 46, and she's, she's three. <laughs> wow. It's like holy smokes, all right, God, you know, I, uh, I know you have a sense of humor and stuff, but you know what? They, they keep us, they keep us fit, man. That's for sure, you know. Yeah, uh, especially I've lost three. I have a name. I have, I have a name for the, the ages. Is is the, is the wondrous one because it's that one year they're wondering about everything. The terrible yeah. two. And the treacherous yeah. three. Oh, dude, let me tell you. That's when he first learned how to lie. Oh yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, t- tonight my little, tonight my my girl is like, you know, my my three year old, you know, she's she's snapping. Well, what what she's doing now is is uh, you know, she's 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 out of the out of the polite stage, you know, and she's she's very demanding. So she'll be like she'll be like, mom. Give me some food, you know. So she's snapping at my wife tonight, and my wife's like, "Don't snap at me." She goes, "Can I snap at myself? Can I snap at myself?" <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, kids say the darnest things, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah, they they do know how to say. So you got to be careful what you say in front of them because they'll tell everybody you're yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah. My uh, we're at my sister-in-law's house a couple weeks ago. My sister-in-law tells me this story. I was I was sleeping, but my six-year-old was doing, she was coloring, she colored outside the lines, and she says, damn it. My sister-in-law goes, what did you say? And she she just shut right up. She goes, what did you say? My daughter didn't say anything. The little three-year-old goes, she goes, she said, damn it. You know, like, god damn it. And wow. my sister-in-law just busted out laughing and stuff, and she goes, it's not funny. I'm thinking, where the heck did she hear that? Did she hear, did she hear from my mother-in-law? Did she hear from my wife? I mean, we don't we don't swear usually. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, where did she hear that word? TV. I noticed you said usually you don't swear. No, I mean, you know, we. Gosh, when I was, uh, well, I'm a, I'm a born again Christian, so uh, my wife and I became Christians about 15 years ago and stuff. So, you know, before that, being Italian, you know, I used to use the F word as. As everything, a noun, an adjective, an adverb, a dangling participle, man. It was it was my vocabulary. It was like f this, f that, man, dropping f bombs all over the place. And uh, after after God grabbed a hold of us, you know, He sanctified me, and uh, you know, to the point of uh, I used to be a big drinker and stuff. I probably could have been an alcoholic, and I probably could have been in rehab for you know alcoholism. Kind of, I got a, I got cleaned up with that, and you know, just uh, just just uh, you know, I just felt led not to. You know, swear occasionally one will slip out. You know, but uh, but see, know. that's all all the kid needs to hear is that one time. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all you they know, need. The to hear. Or television, television. They say stuff. So all the kids got to do is hear it on TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's more and more stuff that's out there. My daughter rides a school bus, and there's a lot of stuff that happens on the school bus. You know, I mean, this this one kid, I guess, was was pulled his pants down, he's walking around naked, and, you know, and the bus driver's got to stop the bus, and I'm thinking, man, you wow. know, I mean, she's 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 in first grade, I mean, this, this kid, this kid's in, in first grade or whatever, pulling his pants down, I'm thinking, really? For real? But, yeah. Wow. The school bus, man, I remember the school, taking the school bus to high school and all that stuff, man, I mean, th- there was some stuff that happened down there that, yeah, 
you need security on that first grade bus. Oh, yeah. Big time. I, I was real protective of my daughter when she was one. I mean, when she was in the uh, uh, first grade, I, I would have went and got on that bus and kicked, kicked some little kid butt, man. Let me pull your pants on in front of my daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. I, I'll kick a child's butt in a minute. I don't care. Yeah. Somebody kiss my you. My Got to protect the girls. These little boys are nasty, you know. Right, right. You got to protect your girls, man. How many kids do you have, Dre? I got four. You got four kids? Yeah, man. Wow. God bless you. I got two. <laughs> you know what's really funny is, is when you have one, people are like, oh, you know, one's easy. And and one's not easy, but it's not it's not that difficult either. But two, it's not like multiplying it by two. It's like multiplying it by 2,000. It's like exponential, yeah, and when man. People say, like, yeah, and when people say you got one kid, they go, oh. And when they say, when you say you got two, they go, oh. And when you say over two, they go, oh, man. Like, you just did. Yeah. Because <laughs> they yeah. know that. like, oh, man. So I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you know what's funny is people are like, you know, you guys think about having another one? I'm like, jeepers, creepers. I'm like, you know what? I mean, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, we're happy with two. But you know what? People are like, yes, three is easier. <laughs> Three is easier than what? Four? Because I don't think you it's know, easier than having two. You know, just don't just don't do like poor some poor people do. Some poor people have kids to watch the other kids, not realizing if you didn't have that kid in the first place, you wouldn't need a kid to watch the other kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs> I'm gonna but get you know, letters, really funny, you know, it's really funny. My family, my my parents had five kids, and uh, my brother's 18 years older than I am. So my parents were, you know, I was the uh, I was the accident or whatever. But there's no there's no accidents, you know. I mean, people people are born with a plan and a purpose and a destiny and all this stuff. But it's it's really funny. My brother's graduating high school, and just before I was graduating high school, they're like, "Hey, guess what you get to do? You get to babysit your brother, your baby brother, you know." So, yeah, I got a brother that's 18 years older than me, and uh, so. We'd always go out places, whatever. It's like, is that your son? It's like, no, he's my brother, you know. But uh, you, don't, you, you don't never think that, like, wow, what was mom and dad thinking 18 years later having a baby? 18 years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know what they were thinking. They were, they were having a nice romantic night. You know, a little bit of wine was going. and uh, they said, You don't hey, really want to think after that part. Yeah, yeah like, they stop. had a twinkle in their eye, and then it was like, oh, no. No. Yeah, that's yeah. So it stops. Yeah. So. Uh, Short door right there. Yeah, but that's about it, man. I mean, you, you never want. That's one thing you never want to imagine. You want to get that visual out of your head as your parents uh, <laughs> yeah. making love. Yeah. Okay, um, you didn't have to say it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. My wife but and I cast it. Like, if they didn't, you wouldn't be here. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, my wife and I kiss. You know, we we want to show the girls that you can you, you can uh, publicly display affection. You know, my my parents never kissed in front of us. You know, they never held hands. They never. And I'm thinking, man, you know, do they love each other and stuff? So so we have no problem with you know holding hands you know in front of our girls and and, and giving little kisses in front of our girls. I mean, I'm not putting my tongue down my wife's throat in front of the girls, but. You know, so they go, they look at us kissing, they're like, ew. We're like, no, it's okay when you're married. You know, so we, we tell my six-year-old, we're like, listen, I mean, someday you're going to graduate high school, you're going to move out of the house and go to college, and someday you'll, you know, you'll find a guy, the right guy for you, you'll get married, and my daughter goes, just stop right there. She goes, listen, she goes, I'm never moving out. We're like, okay, that's cool. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no that's, problem, stay that's home. The first one that you, that's the first one that you kick out the house. <laughs> the one that says they so, did not leave. Right, right. But uh, she probably she probably gets that because she's got because she's got Italian in her. You know, usually Italians uh, the stereotype is they don't they they live with mom and dad until they're in their thirties or until they get married or until they're you know in their forties or whatever. I, I got friends that are in their forties that are that are still not yeah, married. Yeah, I get that mixed up sometimes. I forgot. Like in the black culture, you know, your ass is getting out when you, when the parents just get sick of looking at you. That's what they usually tell you. Right. Yeah. You're like, but I'm only twelve. No, get out. You know, I'm sick. I can't wait till you get a job. I'm I'm 14. You know, damn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're able to work. Go go get a job at Wendy's flipping burgers. Get out of the house. Exactly. You know, 
I don't know why they. I don't know why black families do that. Kick you out so early. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My other <laughs> daughter was really funny. We're like, my three-year-old. She says, "I'm not gonna get married till I'm 30." No, no. I think my wife says she goes. She goes, you can get married when you're, like, 30. She goes, I'm going to get married when I'm 60. We're like, well, it's a little bit too old. You don't want to do that, you know? Yeah. You know, 30's good, you know. And usually but, ones uh, that say that is the first ones to get married. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see how that plays out in the next few years, you know? Yeah, well, hopefully the kids are the not. Best, man. She's only three, right? What's that? You said she's only three, right? Yeah, she's three. She's three. Yeah, hopefully it's not in a couple of years. Hopefully, you know... <laughs> Yeah, maybe twenty years or so. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, kids get married early now. You get married at seventeen and wonder why. Listen, did you get married to your wife at you know like when y'all was teenagers or something? Uh, no, she was uh, twenty three. I was twenty eight. Exactly. See, now that's a good age because when you get married as a teenager out of high school, you don't know nobody else, and after a while, you get tired of that person so fast. Sure. When you turn to an adult from teenager, it's just totally different, and it's hard to really tell kids that now because they don't understand that. Your first is not going to be your last, not the way things work. Right. You know, yeah. So don't marry yeah. the first person. Yeah, you're way too young. You're way too young as a teenager, man. You haven't even grown, you haven't even grown up yet. Exactly. Your feet yeah. ain't finished growing yet. Yeah. You're like you know, you're fresh out of high school. Yeah, you're fresh out of high school and you're getting married. It's like, no, you haven't even... You don't know anything. The first thing about life, I'll tell you what, man. <clears throat> you spend you spend your life, you know, trying to get out of school. You know, like, I can't wait to graduate and everything. And then when you get out in the real world, you're like, ah, I want to get back in. Culture I want to get back in the high school. Yeah. Dude. Exactly. Culture shock. It's a and whole that's... other world out there, man. Yep. 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 Got to travel. Like I, that's why I traveled. I went to the army. You know, I did stuff. I went to job corps. Like I traveled. I went places and found out other stuff. So I didn't really get into too much trouble. Out on the street right. after a certain age, you know. By the time I when I got like eighteen and nineteen, that was I was finished doing my mischievous stuff. Yeah, you know, you know, you get that all out of out of your you know system early, because you know you right. get into less trouble as a kid. When you grown and do bad stuff, you get in bigger trouble. Oh yeah, yeah man. And like a twelve year old can go and punch his neighbor in the face right now, and they'll get uh-huh. scolded. And if I go right. punch my neighbor in the face right now, I'm going to jail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. You ever, you ever listen to Jim Gaffigan? Jim Gaffigan's a comedian. He, he, he was talking about Halloween, and he goes, Halloween was my favorite holiday. He says, uh, you know, you can dress up as a superhero. You can pound on your neighbor's door, and they give you candy. He goes, I do that now, and my neighbor wants me arrested. Exactly. <laughs> Some things when you get older, you, you, certain things that you thought was okay, you know, yeah. it's not. Like as a kid, you know, you hiding in the bushes looking at a girl, you know, it's right. cute. You know, dude is an adult yeah. and stalking. Right, yeah. It all exactly. changes. Certain stuff you can't do. I mean, even though there is some stuff that you can you can do as an adult and get away with that you can't do as a kid and get away with it. So, you know. Right. Yeah, some people, man, you know, there's those people that you go to high school with, they, they, never, uh, they never grow up, man. It's like you go to re- a reunion 20 years later, 30 years later, and you're like, hey, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, still doing the same old thing. Still, uh, you know still working at McDonald's, flipping hamburgers, and got my, got my street bike and my crotch rocket and do that, and I'm still wild and crazy. What are you doing now? Uh, married with two kids, uh, <laughs> you know, trying to support my family and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, some people just don't grow up. Yeah, some people don't want to grow up. This ain't Peter Pan. You need to, you need to grow up. Right. Things don't Things don't work right when you still act like a kid, you know. I mean, it's, it's good to still have some youth in you. You, know, you don't want to be. You don't want to be in your forties walking around with a cane, acting like you're an old person now. But you don't want to be, you know, exactly. doing kid stuff, having your company over playing video games when your wife is trying to get you to, you know, come in and have dinner, you know, and playing basketball right. in the backyard with your homies at nine o'clock at night, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, so how how old were you when you got married? I got married two years ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, nice. me and my wife got married two years ago. We got married. We got married the day before Michael Jackson died. Wow! So when we came home, our whole honeymoon was blown out the water because my family is a big, big uh, uh, a fan of Michael Jackson, and all anybody mm-hmm. could talk about was the fact that Michael Jackson died. 
Wow. That's funny, right? It's for real. It really happened. I didn't even believe it when people were telling me. He's like, Michael Jackson is dead. I was like, no, he's not. Michael's never going to die. Michael's going to live forever. Michael's not dead. I turn on the news. Yeah. Michael Jackson has died. I'm like, oh, wow, wow. I don't believe it. Yeah, and after all that was stuff that people was trying to say about Michael Jackson, they searched everything, and there's no signs and no child molesting, none of that stuff. They even got people apologizing that was accusing him of it. You know what I mean? So it's it's really terrible the way people do you, and then when you die, they'll apologize to your your, your corpse, but uh, right. you know, not to you while you're alive. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, you know what's really funny, man? Is is I'm a musician. You know, I, I play bass, I play electric guitar, acoustic guitar, and uh, I like <clears throat> I like a lot of music. You know, I I just like music. So my I go from the old Jackson Five, which I love, man, because you know that bass, that gospel bass feel and Motown and all that stuff. I love that. So I go all the way from there to <laughs> my girls watch Hannah Montana, and actually some of her songs are pretty good. But you know, and I'm everywhere in between. You know, 80s rock and 70s classic and all that. And people are like, you know, I was watching a video one time at work, and they're like, really, Mike, the Jackson Five? I'm like, yeah, it's great stuff. I'm like, look at Michael Jackson at like I don't know what he was, 10 years old or something. I mean. I mean, what a set of pipes, man. I mean, are you kidding me? I used to watch the Jackson 5 cartoons and all that stuff when I was a kid. Crazy stuff. Great music, it too. Adult, it's adults that try to sing like him now, you know what I mean? Like he sang as a kid. You know, he had some soul or something, the way he just right. sang stuff. Like he really felt it, you know. He didn't, like nowadays now, you know, you got these guys with auto-tune and all that stuff like that. It's, it's really hard to find real singers now. Yeah, true. I wish they had a comedy auto-tune where you can just talk into it and the, and the joke could just come out. <laughs> you know, nice. don't have to be funny or nothing, just auto-joke. Right. Yeah. By Ron Yeah, they can do yeah. an infomercial on it. Ron Cole's yeah, auto-joke. Right. Speak, speak, into the, speak into the microphone and the joke comes out. And then it's got a laugh track that comes with it and everything. Yeah, that's funny. Well, it makes you, it makes your corny joke sound fun. Right. There you go. I think I want to patent that. I'm going to try that. Yeah, man. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> I was watching, uh, we're at our friend's house in Albany and stuff, and he was telling me about these, they call them, some people call them dumbest inventions, some people call them smartest inventions. They have this, uh, he goes, you ever hear of the bumper dumper? I'm like, no, what the heck's a bumper dumper? He goes, it's literally... This thing that basically hooks up to your trailer hitch, okay, and you attach a toilet seat to it, and and uh, a five-gallon bucket that you put that underneath with a with a garbage bag, and if you if you got a, you know, nature calls, you got to go number two, whatever, you just pull over to the side of the road and you sit on this bumper dumper and take a take a dump. I'm thinking, wow. no, no, there is no wow. way. That wouldn't work <laughs> out too good because they're going right on the back of the truck. Yes. So I'm people like, just driving me? by, just watching you on the bowl, you know. No. I, I'm like, that is crazy. I'm like, you know, people do invent some of these some of these dumb things, man. That I said, I would I would never buy that. So, crazy stuff. We got about a minute oh. and a half on the, on the live, on the live side of it. So, um, do you want to give a shout out to you you know your facebook page and people can uh so people can find you and then your show and uh your website as well so if you want to just just give a shout out to what to what's uh all you have going on there all right this is dre parker from the dre parker radio show if you want to listen to my show i'm live mondays wednesdays and fridays 9 p.m to 11 p.m eastern go to DreParker.com. d-r-e-p-a-r-k-e-r.com and check me on Dre Park on the Dre Parker show. And check me out on Facebook. Check me out on Twitter. Just Google Dre Parker. Everything comes up. Everything is going to be either me or the damn Karate Kid. <laughs> so they named they named Jaden Smith Dre Parker in that movie. Oh, dude, is that crazy? And thanks a lot, man, uh, for having me on your show, Mike Boy. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. What we'll do is we'll we'll edit this. Like I said, you I got to find Rob first. I'm not really sure how to work this whole this whole board system and stuff, but uh, we'll we'll get this edited and stuff, and then we'll post uh, the downloads so people can go there and they can basically download the show. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it, man. 
Yeah, you too. You too, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing some great stuff, and uh, we'll be chatting and everything. And look forward to following, following up with you to see what, see all the things that you're doing, man. I wish you the best with all everything, right. Dre. Talk okay, to you soon. Care. You all too. Right. Bye.